0: welcome to sales secrets new shows daily subscribe now
1: we are thrilled to have us today Noah Goldman mr Le- leader sales leader <laughs> sales coach enterprise god. podcast host <laughs> uh, what was the Lord thing that you said you you god. call yourself the okay <laughs> god there we go the sales the sales god. Um, For those of you that don't know, and we're going to let Noah introduce him, but Noah had a hell of a run leading sales at Smartling and a bunch of other startups. He consults some of the fastest growing startups in the world. Noah, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: No, no. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Really uh, appreciate the opportunity.
1: Yeah, everyone's dying to know from experts like yourself. In your opinion, Lord... Did your board Noah <laughs> Goldman? In your opinion, on
0: my throat. What
1: is yeah, what is your number one sales secret to maximize growth, to maximize sales, to maximize revenue? If you had to pinpoint it, well, you could only pick one thing, one strategy, one freight, one you know, what is your secret? It could be anything. Mm. That's, a, that's a Because all of question. our audience, too, Noah, like our mm. audience, while you're thinking about it, these guys are either the top 1% that are studying to become the top 1% of the top 1%, or these are people that are just gotten into sales or that are average at sales and they want to take their game to the next level. What would you tell yourself 10, 20, 30 years, the one thing that you
0: could tell yourself, the one secret? The one secret. You know, it's a great question and I like to think about there's so many different things that I could say, but I'll try to think of sort of the highest level and that is this. And
1: you're one. a big yeah. ignore. Like I know you, I know you're a big, like Tim Ferriss, you're a big productivity hack mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. Yeah. which I love. And you were before this uh, book interview and podcast, you were coaching me on like, branding, you got to <laughs> stop doing stuff that doesn't move yeah. the needle, which I love. Mm. and maximize productivity. Yeah. Um, like think of it as
0: like Pareto's law or yeah. 80-20 rule, whatever it may be. What's that one thing? I, I think, show? no, 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 I, no I, I get it. I get it. And by the way, that is an important thing, but it's not the number one thing. I, I it, and yes, you know, do, you know, be a good steward of your own time, right? That having been said, I would say everything comes down to this one idea, which would be this. Sales is a service. All right. In the world of AI that is coming. All right. I don't want to talk to a salesperson. Salespeople don't want to talk to salespeople. Okay. They want to press a button that says buy this. All right. That's what they want to do. They only want to talk to a salesperson if they have a need to. Okay. Okay. So, I think a lot of salespeople think this whole thing of, oh, well, selling's about relationships and my customers like me and blah, blah. They might love you, but if they can buy from a, a a buy button and not have to talk to you for 15 or 20 minutes and not have to schlep to a place to buy from you or not have to go through a whole bunch of demos they don't want to have to go through and get price discriminated, who knows what, they're going to choose to press the buy buttons. So they realize that such, and I'm, this is a whole other concept, outside of the scope of this interview i don't believe in competition but at the end of the day realize that what you are up against is that buy button so you have to ask yourself wow what is it that what is the benefit the net positive benefit that you offer to your prospect in their eyes not yours okay you might say well you know i'm i'm you know i'm You know, I'm all about quality and I'm all about, you know, giving value and all this other shit. And it's like, yeah, that might be true, I guess. But the question is, does your prospect think that? And here's one thing I'll I'll, one way I used to um, uh, illustrate that. Right. So if you're a car enthusiast, Brandon, are you a car enthusiast?
1: I my wife and I have Benzes, and we love Benzes and boats. Okay. okay. <laughs> and that that probably sounds like egotistical, but No, that's fine. Um it's fine. whatever no, it sounds great. like. We No, I, I, I love I'm Mercedes not, Benz I'm
0: not, but, I'm not making judgments about that. What I'm saying is yeah. you think you know you so you're not you don't you don't only own a Benz. You own Benzes. You seem to be familiar with Mercedes Benz in general. Are you would you consider yourself knowledgeable about Merce, about Mercedes Benz, particularly knowledgeable?
1: No, I don't have time for it. The only thing I focus on twenty four seven is is nope. seamless building seamless in sales. But but like okay, mm-hmm. no, I I am knowledgeable about the brand and all the cars. But like, right. I couldn't
0: open up the hood and I don't know nah, shit about he, the engine. Okay, and that and that's fair. Here's the thing I'm going to say, and that's a that's a great point. First of all, if you to the extent that you know Benzes, I'm going to bet you know more about Benzes than a lot of Mercedes Benz car salesman, especially if someone hasn't been there that way. And more than that, let's say you were that person who is the guy who can open up the hood and tell you how many horsepower and all that shit. And I understand you're not that person. That person really hates salespeople because that person knows more than the prospect, than, than the, the rep. All right. So he sees dealing with the rep as a nuisance. All right. So, because he's not being given something that he can't otherwise get on his own. So you need to ask yourself, what is it the prospect values that he cannot get on his own? Not something that's like, that is quote, valuable, that you think is value. The question is, what is something that he wants that he cannot get? So ask that question, what, ask that to, to your prospects, ask that to employers, ask that to anyone. What do you want that you're having trouble getting, right? That is the thing for which you can be a salesperson that serves because when the robots come for your job and they will come for your job, all right, they're going to come for the people who are trying, who've been, who will tell you endlessly that they are adding value when meanwhile, their, you know, their, their prospect doesn't give a shit. I'll leave it. I'll leave that point with this. I was talking to a CEO six months ago, something like that. He had bought some sales and yep. technology, not seamless, Love seamless. It's great. Everyone go get seamless. But it was some other technology. It was like an Ooh. automation. who knows what it was. Ooh. No, right. It was automation. And I said, Oh, how, what was the sales process? Like, it was like, well, I had to talked to this guy and I had to do this I do that. I said, did, could you have figured it out on your own? If they would only let you buy it with a button. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well that salesperson was, was extraneous and was a net negative value in the sales process. So you, I think a lot of sales organizations they or, or their you know companies insert salespeople as a way to be. I don't I don't know sort of like in like a different form of advertising. Just bad salesperson as a person who badgers prospects or price discriminates against them or something. I don't know, but all I know is that you need. I I say as a salesperson looking for a job. As an organization looking to bring on salespeople and understand where salespeople are necessary in the process, think about where is it that this person will be seen as valuable by the prospect, whereas, whereas that person is seen as serving them. There are too many yep. organizations out there whereby the salespeople have jobs that this, the prospect does not appreciate. It's you know it's like I'll leave, I'll will say this it's like you know 10, 15 years ago whatever it was there were the squeegee guys in New York that would just come up to your to your uh, you know you used to live in New York Randy, you might remember these guys they were like come up to your uh, field dude, I story.
1: miss I miss New York every day I mean I love oh, like Ohio and I got my place in Jersey which you know no yeah um, the
0: dual I mean, place but like still, it's funny still fun got to check that out so you let me know next time you're in town or maybe you we'd already love have, to have you man I'm 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 oh yeah I'm but the squeegee guys. But yeah, the squeegee guys, right? So the, so, so the squeegee guys would just show up and just start squeegeeing, right? And it's like, and then they'd want money. It's like, no, go away. You know, it's like, I don't, You like, how many salespeople are just virtual squeegee guys? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so then,
1: that that's incredible. Add, add value. And, and so the sales secret, if we could
0: sum it up, is add, add value, value to the prospect that they can't get. Yep that the sales that the prospect sees as value right That there's something the prospect wants that they can't otherwise get if you enjoy sales secrets and you'd like to help out the show go to the apple podcast app the purple icon and give us five stars those reviews help drive the show up the charts and through the algorithm so we can help even more salespeople marketers and entrepreneurs thank you for everybody that's done it and if you haven't yet please please go give that a shot now back to
1: the show